SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapete on SAFM. Morongwa? Hi. You on Hello, air. everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I am on Songhezomapete's show, which is called The Viewpoint. Thank you so much for indulging me this evening. And I really appreciate the calls and I see how the conversation has slowly been sort of transformed and taken another route. And this evening, I am joined by Utabo Sushoka. Before I introduce Utabo Sushoka, I'd just like to remind you what our topic for this evening is. And this evening's topic is that when do we draw or where do we draw the line? And um, where do we draw the line and how do the youth interpret heritage spaces? Um, and monumental sites. And my evening for the guest, my first evening, my first guest for the evening, rather, apologies, apologies. My first guest for the evening is Tavo Sushoka, and he is a curator and academic. He's currently the senior manager in, um, at Robben Island Museum for Heritage and Research. And in his role, he oversees the museum's creative exhibitions, natural environments, research, archives, and collections. That is a lot. He previously served as a specialist art curator of Absa Group Limited. At the age of 24, he was responsible for the day-to-day operations of the Absa Gallery, while concurrently curating one of the largest corporate art collections globally. Sushoka is also the former acting chief curator and head of Museum Africa, a role he was appointed to at the tender age of 23. Tava holds a Bachelor of Social Science degree and a Bachelor of Social Science Honours degree from Rhodes University, and he earned a Master of Arts in Research degree from the Nelson Mandela University and postgraduate diploma in Management Practice from the Henley Business School of Africa. Sushoka is currently reading towards a Master of Business Administration degree, and tonight he joins me to actually tell us more about his role and if we're catering sufficiently for our youth. Tabo, good evening, and thank you for joining us. Um, good evening, Mwanga. Good evening, Songeza. Uh, thank you so much for having me tonight. And... Tabo, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you now. Excellent. Perfect. Tabo, thank you so much. Um, I'd, I'd just like to really... So straight into the questions, but before I do that, I'm unsure if you had a listen into what the callers had called in to, and, and tell us about um, on issues of heritage and how much people are not aware of the greater history of South Africa. Yeah. Um, thank you, Olga. I, I, I just uh, um, I heard what the listeners were saying, and... You know, it speaks a lot to heritage and it speaks to history. Um, history is contentious. History is constantly evolving. It's a fluid concept um, because, you know, if you think about it, history, heritage is about either remembering or forgetting. And in that, it's, it's, it's an act of erasure in a way if you want to think about it because there's certain things that we choose to remember um, under heritage and under history and there's certain things that we choose to also um make present and that we choose to reveal. Um, you know, heritage is something that is personal, if, you, if I can say it in that way, right? 
because it is something that you draw on as an individual. It is something that you constantly engage in, in what you're doing. If you look at uh, Robben Island, for example, in our space, when visitors visit the museum, they are immediately drawn to an aspect that they want to engage with. They are drawn to one part that is internal to them, and they, and they start engaging with that. And that's the beauty of, of heritage, is that it is, it is so personal, but also it is open to interpretation and constant engagement. Oh, wow, beautifully put. I really love um, what you said there, that heritage is something personal. Um, Tabo, in your opinion, what is the future of heritage spaces and museums in the context of, well, in the context of the African continent? Um, yeah, I mentioned that heritage is about constant engagement. It's, it's a dynamic and it's a fluid concept. It's constantly evolving, and I use those words intentionally because I believe that the future of heritage is young. It is useful. It is dynamic, and most importantly, it is digital. We live in a digital age now where more and more young people are engaging with what is digital. We live on a continent that is extremely youthful. Um, the African continent is, has the youngest population in the world. And so heritage needs to speak to that. And how is it that we're going to engage more young people? How is it that we're going to do it? We need to become more digital. We need to start engaging more because young people are the custodians. And unfortunately, if we don't start engaging more young people to be engaged um, in heritage, if we don't start allowing more young people to understand what heritage is, to view it. Earlier on, you gave the conversation or, or you spoke about uh, DJ Shindra's one-line show and that how that was live-streamed. It was the first time that something like that was live-streamed from a World Heritage Site in South Africa. But it's also the amount of people young people that engage with the amount of young people that started understanding, you know, where we are, what is it that Robin Island does, but also they were able to see it and they were able to view it. And I think what COVID has taught us at the moment is that heritage needs to also start adapting with the times. We can't be these monolithic institutions that expect young people to come to us if we're not going to go to them. So for me, heritage, uh, the future of heritage is dynamic, it is young, and it is digital. Hmm, the future of heritage is dynamic. Well, I think you've, you've really covered, you've really answered a question that I was going to, to, to pose to you next, um, which was really about how do you think um, we should be attracting the, the younger audience? I think you've, you've partly answered it. I don't know if you want to, 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 to continue on that chain of thought on how, how else then can we attract these younger audience? Because you said that heritage needs to start to adapting with the time. And, you know, Marla, for me, it's a very important thing, right? So um, when I, I still worked for Museum Africa in the city of Johannesburg um, a few years ago, uh, I was a 23-year-old that became the acting head of an institution. And one of the things that I realized was that we had a number of young school children coming um, to the museum and viewing the space, but yet they would look at the exhibitions that were there and it would, they would glare. They would just look at the space and they'd move on and they didn't absorb and they didn't take that in. And it's only once we started engaging and when I started looking um, that I started realizing that in order for us to get more young people to engage with the content that we have in in, in our museums, in our spaces. We need to use platforms that are appealing to them. 
there's a concept that speaks that says museums must be hashtag Instagrammable. And it sounds ironic, right? Um, but it's this idea that the first thing that people want to do when they come to a museum is that they want to take a picture of it. They want to post it on their Instagram. They want people to see. They want people to understand. And so as a museum and as a gallery, our spaces must be so open and so adaptable to more young people. More young people are spending time on their phones. More young people are engaging. And why is it then that we're not adapting with it? Why is it that we're not saying, okay, this is how things are going to happen? Um, I remember um, a period ago when, um, it was actually a few months ago, while I was still um, at, the, at the gallery, um, there was a group of students that arrived and they went to the, the museum there. And the one student looked at a fax machine and said, what is this? This was, this, I'd say the student was about 13, 14 years old. The 14-year-old did not know what a fax machine was. And so why is it then that we would want to have ideas or we want to have exhibitions that are not evolving? Why is it that we're not embracing technology? And for me, the only way to start engaging more young people is to start being relevant. Um, our spaces need to be relevant. Museums and galleries need to start speaking to social issues and they need to start speaking to what is happening at the moment. One of the biggest things that museums and galleries are able to do is that they're able to respond to what is happening at the moment. We're able to give comfort. We're able to contribute towards social cohesion and question what is happening. But in the same space, we're also able to give skills to individuals. One of the biggest issues that we're dealing with at the moment as a country is youth unemployment. However, there's so much potential in the creative sector, in museums, in arts, culture, heritage, that we could tap into. Museums are going digital, and what is it that we do? We're looking for more young people to engage. We're looking for innovation. We're looking for different ways of thinking and interpreting um, heritage. And so the one way that we can attract more young people is to, one, respond to them in a way that they understand, but also create a space where they are able to engage with us as well, because we can't always be monolithic and, and not open ourselves up to wanting to change. Hmm, that's a mouthful, Tavo. Thank you so much. We only have about four minutes left, and I just have one last question. If you could briefly just tell me that, in, 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 you mentioned a fax machine, right? And in your current role, you're responsible for natural environments and archives and collections. Can you elaborate on how this fits into heritage spaces where you have heritage assets, if I may call it that, like a fax machine? And um, lastly, how do you ensure as a young person that your voice is heard? So, um, thanks for that question, Mark. So I think, you know, as, as a World Heritage Site, one thing that we do is that heritage isn't just the artifacts that you find in a, in a museum. It's not the stories that we're protecting. But heritage is, comes in different forms and in different ways. As an institution, we're responsible for protecting the national estate, uh, which would be the Maiguia collections, for example, which has our collection, the letters that were written, and historical information about South Africa's liberation history. And so that is the one part that we're responsible for looking after. Natural environment, Robben Island as a whole, 
is a cultural institution. And so that means that we need to protect the waters around that against poachers. We need to ensure that we are also prepared for climate change because that affects us. It affects the penguins that are on the island which are endangered. And so heritage isn't just a book, isn't just an artifact, but it is also other items that are present in there. And how do I ensure that I'm heard as young? Look, I think it, it's constantly different. But um, for me as a young person, I've been blessed to constantly work for institutions that support young people and that believe in empowering young people. And for me, it's, it's very important. And we need to have more, young, more institutions listening to young people because that's how we're going to, to move. Young people are innovative. Young people come with different ideas. And that's what we should be embracing we should be embracing change and we should be working together towards addressing a number of issues that we have. Thank you so much, Tavo. Um, I really appreciate your time this evening. We need to wrap up. Thank you so much for your insightful thoughts on the future of the museum. And um, that is Tavo Tashoka, listeners. And he was emphasizing that we need to be relevant. So museums rather need to be relevant and that museums need to be hashtag Instagrammable. And another moving point there is that heritage is something personal. So what does heritage mean to you? Stay tuned, and after the break, we will be joined by Shinza, and we will have him on the line for about 10 to 15 minutes. Thank you so much. Catch you after the break.